Hey, y'all, guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right, the Grolic Saves, saves the, world. the World. That's right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test us Hey everybody, welcome back to the Grolic Saves the World, a podcast where we better the world around us by bettering ourselves. I'm Adam Caton Holland. My name is Ben Roy. No, uh uh, (laughs) stop it, guys. I said I was going second. You did not say I was going second. You said you were going in a second. You told me you were going second, and I normally go second, and I was like, yeah, you can go second. That's the same thing. No, no, no. You told me it was a demand. And so what I did was I came in at second as well, just to let you know you can't just come right in right before and push me around. So looks like I snuck yeah, in. Yeah, no, you snuck in, seconds. but no one knows who the fuck you are because you guys talked over each other. They think it's Adam, Kate, and Holland and two assholes who are arguing about and, second and place. And Ben Orvenroy. It's an easy <laughs> it's an easy equation. I mean, and you pretty much just did describe the podcast, which is Adam and, and two and, assholes and arguing. And <laughs> nope, that's yeah. not it at all. It, this podcast thrives on the relationship and dynamism of the three of us just operating at a high, high all right, level. All right, all right, all right, all right. Fine, I'll go go last on this one but just this time because people expect a certain way of doing it, it things what are we doing right now yeah, if but we you create new neural pathways when you mix up god your, you're an uh, asshole and no, that no. in itself is a measure of self-improvement but listen <laughs> andrew um <laughs> we've got a lot of new listeners and they're okay. all lost i'm adam Caton holland andrew you go now who are you i'm andrew orvidal and ben who are you i'm ben roy but i normally go second and i want you all to expect that for the next episode so that's next all i'm saying time when that, you listen ben will be going second because that's we all i'm clearly saying already since there's so many new, new listeners podcast. i don't think we should establish a whole Locked new set at second of place rules. Wow. Just, i think <laughs> if you've listened it. to these these episodes and if you, even if you're new you can probably tell these guys kind of like to run roughshod over me they just make me <laughs> jump on board with whatever bullshit they're into and i'm getting frankly sick of it we had an episode where we went and did jujitsu with Ben. A lot of people don't know this, but he's a, a Miyagi level jujitsu practitioner. No, I am not a Miyagi. He takes advantage of the teenage boy who lives in his apartment complex to make a yep, wash and his he car. gets drunk on sake <laughs> and cries about his dead wife. Andrew, uh, Andrew is an avid Dungeon and De- Dragons player, a Miyagi level D and D type of guy. I only I have one reference. That. Yeah, for expertise. And I think that that's just not accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, we've done. Dungeons and Dragons. We've done Ben's passion, which is jujitsu. I had to go wrestle with you guys. I had to go play D and D. Let our minds wrestle a little bit. And it's my turn to just impose what I want to do to better the world and what I do to better the world. Get blasted and watch '90s music videos in your basement. Fine, I guess we we will. But my my wife is going (laughs) to. You know, lately I've been. Do we have to watch this? I've been pivoting into NPR Tiny Desk concerts, Andrew. Thank you. I get drunk and watch Tiny Desk concerts. (laughs) I was so excited to hear Bush's Machine Head while just working through my eighth IPA. (laughs) I mean, I know you're mocking me, but that sounds cool as shit. I'm excited to do that with you. I was going to say, like, Adam genuinely. I know. There's no problem with that. It's a real thing. (laughs) Okay, so if we're not coming to your house. It's my other passion, which you habitually mock, which is the passion of bird watching. Ornithology. I don't. I, I, mock uh, it. I support this. My well, then I do. Lego birds for Christmas. I I want to. I do mock it. I mean, <laughs> I do. Right. But I do it mocked. But I yeah. do it in a loving manner. I I don't think it's. I mean, we all have things all that have, are. It's like yeah, like you know, dude. We're um, we're straight white men. We just lean into weird hobbies as character defining until we eventually die. Um, <laughs> and mine is turning <laughs> into <laughs> bird watching. Because I mean, I'm you're like the, kind of in the late stage one. Are you feeling okay? Because I know, you know, I mean, bird watching is usually the last hobby. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I like baseball, <laughs> historical nonfiction, and bird watching. Oh, like, yeah. I'm a fucking the, 85 year old up. man. Make sure yep. to get all of the screenings if you can. And the but, only step after that is it sure is cold in this sauna. <laughs> That's what's next. <laughs> oh, it's not on, Grandpa. It's not on. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's not a sauna. You're just in the tough shed, shed in the backyard. <laughs> 
All right. I'll be yelling at Malcolm not to touch the thermostat. In no time. <laughs> so uh, yes, it's well but, documented. You love bird watching. Yeah, some great I've, bits about it. America's all, foremost bird watching comedian. I, I, I'm starting to just put that out now. <laughs> and yeah, I've, I mean, and no I, competition. So nope. I've I've wanted to ask you this for a while because truthfully, in all the years we've known each other, I do not know the answer to this. How did you even get into bird watching? Well. It uh, the it cool started kids when school a- were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> it started when a, a golden eagle killed both my parents. Um, <laughs> we had seen a play downtown, and <laughs> oh you remember Denver Batman? was very, very dangerous at the time. And I watched as a golden eagle killed my parents on the street. And then I started dressing up as one and and trying oh, to right. fight you got the crime where I saw that of you as the guy dressed as the golden eagle. Right. And after West that, Colfax. I was like, yeah. well, birds are still cool, whether or not I had success at this. <laughs> I would love that if that were your comic origin story. The golden eagle. Yeah. So, no, Shit. but for real, how did you get into bird watching? Like, what? It's what? not as cool a story as that. <laughs> I, uh, I read this book and I, I think I may have given it to you at some point, Ben. It was called Grail Bird. It's oh, yeah, about, you did. It's about give me the that. ivory billed woodpecker, which, if you become a bird nerd, you, it's like the Sasquatch of birds. It's like it was ruined. It's, everybody thinks it's extinct. People in the backwoods of, of you know, the swamps of Arkansas and Louisiana would be like, no, I see that bird, but much most like science- UFOs and Sasquatch. Right. It, it, it was <laughs> yeah, very, <laughs> it was very like urban myth. And then a book came out called Grail Bird, which is by this dude. I can't even remember his name, but he was the head of the Cornell Department of Ornithology, which is the Harvard of birding. And he basically rediscovered the bird. Anyway, I read this book and it was just fascinating. And it, it was it's I recommend it to anybody. It's a good adventure story and and magnificent obsessions and all that. And then I just like something clicked. I was like, oh, wait, birds are cool as shit. That's so fascinating. And so that just that book just opened it up. And then I've gotten very into bird watching since. Which is, but it, it, the Woody Woodpecker is based <laughs> on that bird, right? Yes, yeah, I, t- I told Ben that, and I have a tattoo of said bird on a my Woody shoulder Woodpecker? blade. Yep, <laughs> yeah, I did it myself. It's a stick and poke. It says, it wow, says, that's so rustic of you, Adam. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's a Woody. It says troubles are coming. Yep, and yeah. it, it, it's like a hickish tattoo. It's, it's not. It's sandwiched it's, between my Tweety and my Taz. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good, nice trio. Yeah, I mean, it's not canon. Woody didn't exist in that universe, but it's still a cool idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no, go I ahead and Ivory shut Andrew's feed off for the rest of the episode now after that comment. <laughs> Part of the canon, the Hanna-Barbera canon. You will respect the HBC. <laughs> so, 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 so that- after that, I got sort of into birdwatching. And like, my mom worked at the Denver Zoo growing up. We were, so we were a big animal family, but birds never did it for me. I wasn't very, I couldn't give a fuck about birds. Um, But after reading that book, I just got very into it. And, you know, as you travel, you start realizing there's different birds all over the place. Um, It's just kind of, in my mind, like a treasure hunt all the time. You're just you're paying attention, seeing what's out there. There's something new flies into your yard you haven't seen. It's like, holy shit, what's that? You look it up. I I enjoy all of it. So your car is just spackled with bird shit. What's no. this treasure? <laughs> <laughs> when I, when I, traveling with you so much and being around you, now I do it because you literally do this all the time. Like you're, you're like, and you're, you'll spot them. You'll just be like, whoa, check that out and just start wandering off towards a tree and, uh, and, and sometimes it's not because there's a bird. You you just just going and, through something. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but no. you've got me doing it. I mean, I I will see uh, a strange bird. I the only thing is I don't own an almanac or whatever to like look up. Not an not an almanac. Just a bird guide. What? Bird uh, guide. An almanac. <laughs> a sports almanac. <laughs> Oh, you're a big bird better over here? Well, if I yeah. want to know who's on the Cardinals team, yeah, you got to look up a sports uh, book. But well, I, you will I, remember that was kind of the main plot of Back to the Future, too, is Biff gets a hold of that birding almanac and just bets on, <laughs> bets on birds in the future and makes a killing. No, but I don't have a bird guide, so I, I don't... I, 
I never know exactly what I'm looking at, but I enjoy like seeing a bird I haven't seen before and being holy shit. You know, yeah, you have to be that- pretty cynical to be like birds suck. Like it's there's a there's a wide variety of them, just like any animal life. And so if you're at all interested in nature, I feel like it's not hard to sell you on birds. But and I Denver. Th- oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. no, I was, I was just going to say, like, I, there's degrees of bird watching, like any any sport like some people are just very like backyard bird watchers and you watch your bird feeder and that's it other people go out extreme x games level well i mean yeah like going (laughs) some people competitively count the number of birds that they see that's called a big year like that movie and that book is about trying to see as many birds as you can in north america in a year Um, uh that's that's, so that's it, a lot of jizz. <laughs> I've I've heard your act. <laughs> Nailing it. You should you should probably nope. Explain. Let's not explain it, and we'll just keep moving the podcast along. We could play that clip at the. We could play that clip at the break and explain exactly what it is. Yeah, um, I think I think uh, yeah that that is so interesting. It, Denver has a lot of interesting birds, sure, and a lot of bird of birds of prey. A lot of hawks and like that uh, goddamn golden eagle. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't talk about him. You know, um, Denver's good. You know, what's funny is like we lived in L.A. and I think you guys know I I didn't want to be living in L.A. the whole time. Uh, but, but L.A. has got incredible birding. It's you yeah. wouldn't think so, but it's such a good birding city. Mig- it's probably a big migration route, right? Well, certainly with the oceans. Like if birds get off track, which happens for thousands of miles sometimes. They'll hit the ocean and be like, "Oh fuck, I've really messed up." Mm, and yeah. that, like, Way to go, Lewis. That's the last time you're flying in front, <laughs> you piece of shit. But yeah, then, well, they're, you, then they're in that area for a while, and so you, like strange aberration, weird birds that shouldn't be there will wind up there, and that's like yeah. That's and I've also heard so that not far, obviously, it's not that far from the LA area is the Salton Sea, which is a huge bird destination because it's a festering. Uh, a shithole of dead fish and and sludge. So birds are drawn to that, right? That's, I mean, like that's a hundred percent for sure. There's a dump on the border between Texas and Mexico. It's literally just a, a garbage dump. That's one of the best birding spots in the world. So we're so we're going there. So in this uh, challenge, on this challenge, we're going to the border dump. <laughs> we're going to a border dump. We're gonna check out some birds, dude. No, we're I, here in our blood soaked hip waders. <laughs> but what I just the exact same way that jujitsu provides Ben with I think a little bit of of refuge and helps anxiety and mental health and all of that. And I think Andrew, you find an escapism and sort of just, I don't know, refuge in Dungeons and Dragons. This is mine. I like yeah. nothing more than watching birds. I like to go out birding alone. And I don't think you guys have ever gone what I would call proper birding. You guys are good friends. I haven't and even gone improper birding. Oh, dude, that's that true TV show, isn't it? <laughs> improper birding is coming out. Yep, yep. Yeah, I this try season. Trying to get arrested while birding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's when you try to fuck the bird, and that is not <laughs> yeah. at all not, kosher. I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like, you guys are smart dudes, and you appreciate Andrew. You'll tell me about the birds in your yard, and and but you're not like hostile like people I'll encounter who like. Fuck birds and fuck you. Like they take Whoa. a weird stance. But <laughs> you've been on the road I don't too think, long. <laughs> I don't you've been think talking to too guys. many people about yeah. this bird. You have fuck to tell you. a lot fuck of people birds. to get that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, uh, try to sell merch after one of my shows. See if you don't get one of those. <laughs> I went to um, we were on Spells was doing that small tour before Quarquar and when we were in San Diego, I saw so many amazing birds. I saw an osprey uh, in the wild, which was super awesome. I've never seen one up close. And, Hell yeah. And uh, I I enjoy birds and seeing it. I do, I'm do. i not as into the outdoors. <laughs> you don't like going uh, outdoors? I mean, I like going outside in the city and stuff like that. It's hard to drive to jujitsu. Yes. And then hanging outside the jujitsu place on my way to my car. I like that too, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ever really been a big like camper, hiker, outdoorsy person. I, I grew up in that shit. You know, I mean, I think we spent so much, I spent my 
entire childhood and through my teen years partying in the middle of the fucking woods, camping, getting lost in the, I've been lost before in the woods for quite some time, uh, soaking wet, which is, they tell you it's not good to do. And they were, they were right. That's not a good Uh, approach. And, uh, so I think as I, I always wanted to move to a city. I wanted to be in the middle of it all and like be around other people and not in a rural area. So I think I've, I've kind of shied away from things that are outdoorsy like that. And uh, yeah, well, probably going to a park. (laughs) Yeah. It's not going to be, I'm not going to drag you out and off the grid, but there's, you know, you got to get into some open space and leave the city to do some proper birding. But like, well, what's, what's this challenge? The challenge is, we embrace birding as a team and see if you guys think this is a, a good way to proceed and it, it's good for your mental health. So we have to go out early in the morning to an open Already space of, of my choosing. <laughs> we're bringing binoculars and we're looking for birds. We're not just like, oh, we saw a bird by chance. We're going out looking for them and we're going to see what we see. It's fall migration season. The birding is perfect right now. Okay. Uh, um, question. Can I wear a cool hat? Dude, that's all birders do. Yes, I'm into it. Fuck you, Andrew. We get to wear a cool hat. Can I bring a thermos of decaf coffee and an <laughs> egg sandwich in waxed paper? And we can listen to NPR on the way. It's wow. going to be perfect. Well, that's it's pretty cool. Better uh, and better. Yeah, How about guys, we just real do power? the How this early, morning? How early are we talking? 9.30 a.m.? Nah, <laughs> motherfucker. We're going to get there at like 7 no, at the latest. Get there at 7. No, yeah. It's yeah. like a vacation hours. No. No. We're what? Getting, that's, the birding is most active at dawn and at dusk, so you're lucky I'm not making you get there in the dark. But we're going to get okay. there what, early. What, what about dusk? Let's go at like 5. That could be swayed that way as well. Get a pizza. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll work on the parameters, and it, but we're going birding. Yeah, that's... Most that, of my I'm knowledge not... about birds comes from the ones my dogs have mauled or killed, and I have <laughs> had to rush to the emergency vet. Why don't but... we do that? Why don't we just go to Anders and have egg sandwiches and watch his dogs maul yard birds? <laughs> I that's... have been working comedically with you for 16 years, and you still stun and surprise me. Egg sandwiches as the choice? Nice one, buddy. I have no idea why that's what we're reading in that scenario, but I like it. I continue to be surprised by you comedically. (laughs) We should do a sub challenge on this and just to make it fun and giggly and typical of what we do. We tickle each other the whole time because if we laugh, the birds will leave. No, I I think uh, we're also throughout the birding adventure not allowed to make any sexual references throughout all of it. I mean, that's going to be hard because as we're about to hear in Adam's clip, this is a sexually charged (laughs) pastime. It is. We have to take this. It's going to be tough because it's it's being served up to us on a silver platter and... Yeah. Yep. All right. But if that happens, you get hit with the weapon spatula. And I think we bring the weapon spatch. You want me to bring with out us. my field spatch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got and, a Cabela's uh, camping spatch I'll bring. You bring that along, and I want to see some birds. You better you know, take me to, because I'm telling you right now, Adam, if we yep. go all the way up there, yep. and I have to listen to Andrew talk about his breakfast sandwich all the way up there. And about how his coffee was not warm, like it should have been, and about how he's hungry. Putting it in a thermos, I know how to. (laughs) This is not going to be a a thing. If I go all the way up there and I don't see any cool goddamn birds, I'm going to be fucking pissed. And we're going back to my jujitsu challenge right there. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I do not accept. Wait, (laughs) I do not accept. I'm going to beat the dog shit out of both of you guys in the woods. So now you're just claiming that attacking us is bringing back an old challenge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, cool birds is subjective, bro. Every bird's cool, so you already lose your stupid fucking. I want to see pigeon. I want to see. Tell me why a pigeon can possibly be cool. (laughs) Oh, you mean a Eurasian collared dove? I'll tell you a lot of reasons. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'll tell you why. You can put. A dress on a whore that doesn't make her a lady, Adam. Okay, well, <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to veer into tearing down sex workers. Thank you very much. I don't understand why you think pigeons aren't cool. They're like the only bird that smokes cigarettes. They're the coolest <laughs> bird. That's a city bird right there. They are and I, cool. I, I like them. <laughs> All right. Here's the, par- the correct me if I'm wrong, Adam. Here are the, the parameters of this challenge. We are going birding probably early as hell in the morning. Yep. We have to 
bring binoculars. We have to make an earnest go of seeing birds, learning about birds, appreciating birds, yep. opening our minds to the uh, majesty of birding. And yep. <laughs> sub-challenge, nothing sexual must uh, <laughs> be said or done. No pantomimes, Ben. No humpy pantomimes or you get hit with a spatula. <laughs> you can't. We, what I, this is like when I added the um part to the like challenge. I mean, yeah, it's just I an unnecessary ad. I don't what think I've wrong ever been with in my Ben's presence without him air humping. So that's part of it. Um, all right. I'm on board. So yeah. uh, l- let's, let's go ahead. Let's to Adam's bit so that our listeners can... Uh, oh, So that yeah. our listeners can learn about what we're talking about. Yep. About jizz, general impression of size and shape. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that the truth. Uh, And (laughs) we'll be back after the break. And now got to get cool dad habits, dad pastimes. That's why I full fledged embraced bird watching. Yeah. You're looking at, you're looking at an OG bird watcher up here and I will not apologize for it. I now know enough about birds to know that I know nothing at all. I'll go birding with old men, 70 and 80 year old dudes, dudes that put me in my fucking place. I'll be like, guys, I think I just saw a ferruginous hawk. They'll be like, really? Earlier, you thought a grackle was a red winged blackbird. So why don't you get in the back of the line and speak when spoken to, boy? Ah. There's a term in bird watching, which is so funny, you're gonna think I'm making it up, but I'm not making it up. This term is jizz. And bird watchers use it all the time. It's not the jizz you're thinking of, it's G-I-S-S. And it stands for general impression of size and shape. And it's a bird watching term. Like if you can't get the bird in your binoculars properly to identify it, it flew away too fast. Based off of jizz, you can be like, well, it had the jizz of a hawk, so let's say hawk. It had the general impression of size and shape. It was the size of a hawk, it flew like a hawk, it had the jizz of a hawk. And it's fucking hilarious. And I'll be out there with these men, and they're like, well, that had the jizz of a robin, so let's just say robin. Jizz of a spotted towhee, let's just say spotted towhee. Jizz, 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 all the time, jizz, jizz. And I'm laughing, because I'm a child, but they're saying jizz so much, and it's funny to me. Nine times out of ten, these guys will identify a bird based off of jizz alone. And the one time that they can't, they just drink its semen. And then they know, then they know for sure what it is. Hey, do you love the Grolic Saves the World but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Mm, savoring the fall foliage in City Park. Through the miracle of podcasting, it's it's later. We are in Denver's City Park, the largest park in Denver. Is this the largest park? Ben, undeniably, <laughs> the yeah. largest yeah, park in big. Denver, Colorado. It is massive. Massive park, home to the zoo, home to the museum. It's our central right park. Now. It's our central park. Um, My high school is right there. I, yep. grew, I played baseball in this park growing up, soccer. I feel very at home here. You can rent some paddle boats. Well, and uh, then there's November Ben. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, they shut it down for the season, but we're here outdoors. God, you're an asshole. Second half of the birding challenge, and how fitting to be outdoors for our post. Now I want to ask you before we get into this uh, talking about the challenge. Uh, since we're in this park, and you know it so well, Adam, yep. is yep. this a good birding park? Ironically enough, zero birds in sight right now. Oh, yeah. silly. But it, it's kind of midday, so that's not surprising. Oh, yeah, they're all at work. I forgot. 
you'll definitely see a wide variety of of birds. Yeah, I've I feel seen like the cormorants. Like the lake I've with seen the cormorants, cormorants here at City yeah. Park, Tons kind of, of famously double breasted. Um, yeah, I've seen all sorts of birds in here. I don't bird it that often because it's like right next to me, so I take it for granted. But yes, there's good birding to be had. Here. Double breasted, huh? Like a fine Tim Gunn suit. Make it work. Like, oh, you took the high road on that one. That's the call of the you Tim Gunn. You did take the high road. When you said double-breasted and then we're going somewhere, Andrew and I didn't think Tim Gunn was where oh, we yeah. were going to land. I mean, I hopped one. in the That's... car. I thought we were going down one road. Yeah, but that'd I, be yeah, so awesome if they were a Tim Gunn cormorant and you just hear them. That's how they sound. <laughs> Make it work. Yeah, they just have like a striped suit. Yeah. Probably. So let me pause this real quick. Is this if we say anything sexual, double entendre esque, we get whapped? That's right. Thank you for the reminder, Andrew. Although we had a slight change of plans, totally forgot the spatula while birding, but it's all good because the spatch is fucking here now, which means sub challenge is on. You dodged a bullet, Ben. I didn't make it sexual because if we make sexual references, double you entendres, get, you yeah. get or double entendres, you get hit with the weapon spatch. The th- I thought the it was official a sur la table oh, weapon spatch. No, I Before thought it was go a further, because spatch. this is becoming iconic in Garlic Saves the World lore. Is it a whapping or a thwapping spatch? I, it's a whapping spatch. Whapping spatch. Because the Smithsonian is going to want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Whapping I mean, it's spat. a cruel one. You could see it's got this metal handle. It's it's a mean. It's a mean. That one. thing hurt. Ben that. and I. I mean, if we're if we're being honest about this challenge, Ben and I both made sexual jokes while we were out birding. Right. We went well, birding. Well, let's fill them in. We went birding in Prospect Park, not the park we're in. It's Prospect Park, uh, out in Wheat Ridge, Colorado. Beautiful park. Beautiful park. And I had been there before birding with uh, some friends from the Audubon Society of Denver, so I knew it'd be good. Turns out Andrew goes to that park all the time. So he knew it. And we went and we birded at dusk for about and an hour and a half. I have not been to this park. Yeah. And it is beautiful. I mean, like you said, it's there's two or three separate bodies of water mm-hmm. in it. Uh, there, Once you're in it, you feel like you, you're you not in the middle of the city. Right. Like you're you, not it's in easy the to drop out in there. Yeah. Great body hiding. Park. Oh, those reeds? <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't find a body in those yeah. reeds They disappear. <laughs> But it was a really, really pretty park uh, and a beautiful evening, too. I sure. mean, we should just say that right now. What One of those iconic. <laughs> I like crisp- Ben's coming off as a salesman for, for the concept of evenings. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Just one of those evenings. Let me stop you right you guys- there. Let's just talk about the sun glowing over, <laughs> over those mountains. And, and there was a crispness in the air. There wasn't a lot. <laughs> Of, uh, Why are you hard selling me on evenings? I'm a fan of I'm evenings I'm just saying already. it yeah. when it comes to, listen, there are some people who are morning people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? There not, are some midday me. people. But evenings where it's at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're heading into the funnest part of the night. You're, yeah. Like you're the funnest part of the day. You're bullshitting voice and I'm not trusting No, 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 no. Now I just, I don't like I'm not, I, listen, you pick any time of day you want. I'm just saying evening is where it's at, it's where all the cool people What's are What's it going to take to put you in this evening tonight? <laughs> I got to get you into this evening before the sun rises. I'll tell you that right now. We have a limited window. You guys I mean, laugh, You can pick but... any evening you want, but this evening tonight, I think this is the one this for you. This is the night you want to get into this evening. <laughs> tonight is the night. Ben Roy, evening, evening salesman. <laughs> evening salesman. Excuse me. <laughs> Notice you two seem to be having a nice time. <laughs> also, you... notice it's about four thirty p.m. What do I gotta do? Don't need to run home what just do... yet, because you know what's coming what on. What do I have a to do to put evening. you straight into this evening? Just been in a suit, approaching strangers in a park <laughs> at dusk, trying to sell. Trying them to on sell the them on that evening. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. I'd hate to see you miss this evening. I couldn't help but see you take that. out your phone and snap a pic of the sun slinking down over there so I know you're interested he's shaking a thermos of apple cider like a martini like putting blankets around their shoulders well now that we've given Ron plenty to edit out (laughs) are you Uh, kidding me Ben Roy evening salesman is my new favorite we'll get a meme of that up on Patreon totally somebody somebody Uh, photoshop Ben Roy evening salesman in a showroom of evenings okay so we went out birding in Prospect Park we brought binoculars. We brought bird books. I got to, before we even get into it, you know, junior ornithologist Ron Doyle, our producer, what a birder that guy. He's a hell of a birder. Never birded with him. He knows brought binocs for me because I didn't bring any. He brought, yep. bino- I brought extra binocs, brought extra bird Field books. glasses, if you will. Just I've a great learning. guy to have birding. And I knew that Ron knows birds, but I'd never been out birding with him. What a delight. It is. He, he's got the... 
He's got good nest side manner, as we say. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. He doesn't knock them out of the branch. And no. The birds appreciate that. <laughs> good nest side manner, just delicate oh around the yeah, fragile he is. nest. He, he really, you don't have to, you don't have to walk on eggshells around this guy oh at all. <laughs> doesn't doesn't bird around the bush. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> He goes straight to the point. He that wasn't sexual. Uh, I was talking about actual bushes. I'm no, safe. Slap <laughs> him. I'm safe. I was shocked. He came fully prepared. But Ron, I knew Ron was into birds. I guess I'll, I'll just ask, what did you guys think of the experience? How did you enjoy it? Easily one of my favorite challenges we've done. Hey, I I truly truly enjoyed doing this. I found it peaceful. I found it relaxing. Yeah. Uh, it involved the evening, as you know. Oh, I don't want to go. Listen, I knew there was going to be wanna, an evening no, pitch. I, I don't want to push it. I'm just saying, it, <laughs> as far as times of day goes, evening is superior. Yeah. And uh, we went out <laughs> at, uh, I found the quiet uh, very relaxing. I found it meditative. And you kind of get out of yourself a little bit out of your own head because you're always looking up and looking in the grass and trying to see something new. What do we got here? We got magpie. something squawking. Magpie. Uh, magpie. magpie Hyper-territorial. Uh, we learned that on our little walk. Yeah, well, I fucking love that. And I could tell you were into it. And then immediately afterwards, and the next day, you were like texting about how you almost crashed your car. Yeah. Looking at birds. Yeah. Which is welcome to my world, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Die. I saw. I caught a, a silhouette of some sweet little something at the top of a tree. Sure. And uh, <laughs> I caught it. Just and I was like, what is that? And then I looked up and row, row, here comes a car. And I had to screech on the brakes. <laughs> and then I didn't get a gander at that at, at that little How piece. How stoked would that tree, person but... have been, though, wait after the accident? If you're like, wait, hear me out. Check that out. Is that a, <laughs> is that a chickadee or a finch? <laughs> He's talking about sweet little pieces up He's, at the top of the tree. He said sweet little silhouette. Does that veer into the sexual double I'm entendre? flirting. I'm, I'm a flirty bird, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm being. I, I don't mean, know. dangerous. I guess it wasn't overt, but I could you say it in a workplace at a cubicle about? I don't think he could. If he's like, get a little of this little <laughs> sweet little piece over there. I feel like HR is coming is down bullshit. the hallway. This is bullshit, and I think you're right. So no, ben, that's bull. Oh, you fucking asshole! I don't know how to distance that sweet silhouette. You just come up. I'll put my mask on. But I think you guys are both <laughs> get masked to yeah. get hit. This it, is well, just veering listen, into BDSM territory pretty fast. No. We're trying to set a tone of non-tolerance <laughs> for these dumbass sexual entendres. So I'm putting on my mask. You'll hear the difference in the audio. And I'm whacking I just, you. I think that... You put on your fucking mask, you dirtbag birder. <laughs> and put your arm out. Where do you, where do you want it? Uh, on just the on the hand. Yeah. Ah, you fucker. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you that we're not being sick perverts in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking right about middle. Knuckle. I mean, that one I was borderline, but yeah, we got it. We have to establish our our baseline. I think if this is a sub challenge, we're not even going to tolerate flirtating, flirting, <laughs> flirtating, or, or flirtating. It's like lactating, but flirting. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's when you flirt with a lactating woman. Oh, okay. okay, wait yeah. a second. So how is that not? Because I'm talking about how we're not going to tolerate. Yeah, no, but you, you just you're still like you could have said tolerating but now you're now you're giving examples and you're <laughs> i said you can't flirt with a lactating woman that is not a sexual double yeah, there's nothing entendre. sexual about a lactating woman you sick creep yeah you're the creep that's a mother <laughs> yeah <laughs> andrew what did wait, you wait, think wait. about <laughs> i will say I, w I was gonna ask andrew what he thought about it but i want to let the listener know andrew had an air about him of kind of being above it all the whole time I agree with whoa, you. Whoa, 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 whoa. He came in with a camera. He came with a camera. He did not have field glasses. And we got all the photos. Very few bird photos in that camera. A lot of photos of us being <laughs> pals and goofing. That's not what we were there to do. Yeah. What did you say about one photo of Adam and I walking on the trail? <laughs> oh, I'll put it I'll put it up. Uh, and they can they can see the caption. Um, nice try though. You're not gonna <laughs> get me. You're not gonna get me to say something that's gonna oh, get was me it a clapped. sexual caption? Yeah. I saw that photo. And it's a picture of me and Ben kind of walking off down into a wooded area. Just, it's a very, it's very melancholy. Very we're melancholy. Both, but we're both cozy in coats. Totally, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. It looked like the end of Of Mice and Men. Like I was going to put Ben down <laughs> at the end of this. So I took him to his favorite place. You say so, the rabbits are down here. Uh, yeah. I'm just like leading him down the More lane. More birds over here. <laughs> you said there's yeah. rabbits. I'll, I'll, um, uh, 
I'll post I'll post those pictures for but, sure. But so I agree. I, it gives me no pleasure to be the contrarian on this challenge. But much like your opinion of the Dungeons and Dragons challenge, I thought the birding was fine, but it was like not for me. It okay. was and I think it's because I for a few reasons. I walk a ton yeah. with my dogs. I walk at that lake. I walk a Belmar Lake. I hike Apex Trail. You're an outdoor I'm, dude. I'm out in places where there are cool birds, and I see cool birds, and I think to my in my head, well, it's a cool bird. Right. I like that bird. Hey, cool bird. However, when once they went actually birding, and it was time to like identify them, and like their names, and like, hey, what? Who's making that call? Yeah. That I found my brain was not interested in. I I guess I stop it. Cool bird. Like <laughs> even that bird. I I sent y'all the picture of that hawk or falcon or yeah. kestrel I saw the other day. I don't even know what it is, but I saw it and I was like, Pretty sure cool that's bird. Yeah, but you don't want to try to identify it? I guess not. I, I guess agree. I'm not interested in it. I will say this about our birding experience. It was a bad day of birding. There wasn't a ton of good stuff out there. Well, what, but let's but say here, I wasn't. I was going to say, though, I did enjoy it. It was fun hanging out with my friends. We joked around. It was, I got to admit, it was a beautiful evening. I'd gladly purchase it. So you're a fan of evening? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. on record. Anybody well, that's who knows cool. me knows. But I'm it, when you... Guy. um. Just make sure that as you're going into evening that you let my boss know that I was the one who sold Helped you, you out. on it. Definitely, yeah. Just no, so definitely. I get some Is of the commission. Is your evening quota kind of... Well, I get commissions <laughs> okay. on the number of evenings <laughs> on I sell On evenings enjoyed. <laughs> what a surreal episode this is. Um, <laughs> we all did a little micro dose before the episode. Yeah. <laughs> kind of our own personal sub-challenge. <laughs> uh, so that, I enjoyed that. Evening. It was a beautiful night. It was a nice... Walk. I did find myself taking more photographs of the muskrat we saw. We Pretty saw muskrats. Cool. More into the muskrat. Uh, the sunset. My pals. But as we that's were walking not around. surprising. You're a rodent guy. Yeah. Well, my daughter has two pet rats, so I guess that does make me, by extension, <laughs> a rodent guy. <laughs> well, you're always trying to put us into new rodents. You're like, what? What road? What could? I am. What is it going to take? I to am. Get you I often a evangelize gerbil. for rats as pets. They make a great pet. They're very sweet. They, my little sister had rats. Naturally tame. They're they're a great pet. They get a bad rap, and when you see rats portrayed as villains in cartoons and stuff, it's hurtful. And I, <laughs> I like to stop. Yeah, that. portrayed. So as, you're more of the Ratatouille guy. Oh, portrayed yeah. as villains. See, that's you mean, a good portrayal you mean of Splinter. Probably the example of a good and wise man. But yeah, they're always portrayed as villains. <laughs> rat, a rat man. Yeah, he's not a, a man. He was a rat man. He's that's what I'm man. saying. He was a rat. He wasn't a villain. He's the wise leader of a group of fighting ninjas, turtles. I, I kind of agree with well, you to get it back you. on track. Because Ben's really struggling with that one. Let's leave him in the evenings where he's comfortable and not ask him to go into new territory on this episode. But um, I, uh, I don't like also the like, oh, let's identify, identify that. Identify that when I'm out birding with groups, which I've done a number of times, I'll do whatever level of interest I have for that bird and then continue along. And but I find sometimes they'll be like, we're going to stay on this bird for an hour. And I'm like, come on, who fucking cares? I want to go see something for whatever reason. I'm not that into that bird. And I think I'm pretty spoiled where I live. I've got these two massive hawks that live in the tree behind me. I get blue jays all the time. I've got magpies all the time. I uh, lots of crows, which I like a lot. Now, um, you said we didn't see much. Didn't see much. It wasn't ideal, but we had one really we Amazing had a couple, actually. Well, let's talk about the first. What did we see? We saw a lot of red-winged blackbirds. Yes, we saw quite a few of them in the top of a tree. Well, we saw one at the top of a tree that we were kind of puzzled, puzzling to identify. And that's what's hard about birding is, like, they can be juvenile. The female looks different than the male. There's a lot of, like, factors that you have to go into. So we were kind of puzzled about what that bird was. But I'm pretty sure it was a female red-winged blackbird that we saw yes. at the top of the tree to start. And red-winged blackbirds are amazing. They're beautiful birds, but for me, it's a relatively common occurrence. I see them often, and but I know Andrew I, does but too. But I saw yeah. we saw them in the grass when yep. we came by that that area, uh, that that lake area. And with that's all usually the where they are near water on the top of. Yeah, the they reeds like to perch on the cattails. Yeah, they're the very satisfying, very comforting <laughs> call you hear anytime you're in like a swampy area. Yeah, they got these lovely red stripes. Yeah, on their this shoulders. beautiful stripe. Cool looking bird. The, yeah, very cool. Yeah, I saw one and I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck is that?" Yeah. Um, so that was cool. We saw what I think was a sandpiper. 
of some sort. Ron and I have now discussed. It could be a plover. It could be. It could hearing. have been a plover. Reports are coming in now. Yeah, we just. This just came in. Late what? breaking news. Are they? Andrew still, did get a photo. But are all the precincts in on no. plover? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, no. They're recounting. Ninety-eight percent. We haven't reported. called it for plover. But... Haven't called it for plover. But I'm. I'm. I don't know. But Ron is the, convincing. But me. the precincts that are reporting now are highly for plover. Yeah, I mean, the but there's a majority. lot of like people who are they even citizens? <laughs> coming in talking about is this a plover and it's like I don't I'm glad so, you like so a plovers, plover but then where would look quite similar then to a sandpiper yeah and we do have sandpipers here and, and a lot of people think of them as being mostly seabirds yeah but they're just kind of anybody seagulls, too. the king yeah. supers by my house there's all there's like this flock of seagulls that just loves the trash yeah but never trust an in inland seagull Oh, you can't. You Somebody can't asked me. Like, I don't really know why seagulls are inland everywhere, hanging out at parking lots. I think birds cigarette are just opportunists. Butts. Yeah, because they, I'll they, tell you, that's it's why. their choice diet of cigarette butts and <laughs> used rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a seagull eat a clean rubber. <laughs> So. But I'll tell you, he did it out of necessity. It was, it, <laughs> it was, wasn't his first choice. No, <laughs> but it was the only thing there. If you could get a little gack in there, a little. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Uh, I just, are uh, all of us? You guys walked me all, into that. I think all three of us. Yeah. All right, yeah. Andrew, you started it. All right. Yeah. I'm coming over for a whapping. Um, and then, and I, I I'm glad you, because I yes ended for sure. And then Ben took it and ran with it. We're so, we're just fucking, we can't stop. We're juvenile, though. That's what it is. So Andrew's about to get himself whapped. Uh, so, and to any listeners at home, we're masked up. Yes. Yeah. We're Relax. properly, we're doing safely whapping. <laughs> I don't think I should get one because I just tagged on to what you guys were saying. Gap. You're getting one. Yeah, you <laughs> took it. You made us realize there was a problem with Gap. <laughs> okay. So we were just, in, we just thought it was normal until then. <laughs> All right, my turn. These people walking Wait, by. Wait, I don't want it on my ring finger. <laughs> oh, that didn't that was a bad shot, but whatever. I took it. I took it. All right. I don't have to fucking you get one shot. All right, Ben. <laughs> this is such bullshit. Gat, oh, no. but the park I, ranger's gonna fucking. Here comes the park ranger to kick these three nasty. I boys didn't out. I, I don't see how Gak is a. Ah! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't see how Gak is here a spot like sexual. You don't see how Gak. It's the end of an encounter. <laughs> it's the denouement. It's the evening of the encounter. <laughs> <laughs> just raw Craigslist over here. All right. Well, that was a nice Seagulls riff, but we had to end it through our filthy, filthy That's mouths. That's so funny to me, though, thinking of ejaculating as being <laughs> the evening of When I reached the evening of our encounter. You're just a glutton for being hit with that <laughs> All thing. All right. Uh, well, it wasn't a double entendre about birds, which, know, was, the, which was the And he's already, yeah, he can finish the, yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it might as well wallow while we're in the mud for a little bit um, before we get back up. Uh, but anyway, so, so so yes, we saw red winged blackbirds. We saw a plover or a sandpiper. We're right. not we sure. Chickadee, right? We saw chickadees. We saw oh, chickadees. Now magpies, that's my we saw home flicker. state bird. I like Maine a chickadee. They're, they're cute, and I like their call. Right? Yeah, yeah man. I got a I got a tattoo of a chickadee. I love chickadees. Yeah, they're great little guys. Great bird. Great markings. But we did get one rare sighting. Yeah, and it was actually kind of why I love birding. It was just sort of the, every every time you see something unique. It, to me, being a fan of this pastime, there's a sort of magic to it. And we were in the back of the lake at the very end of at it. At the very end of it, it was getting pretty dark, and we were kind of going through an area that we were like, "There's going to be a lot of like runaways in here." It was a yeah. very kind of strange. Yeah, there'd be the there'd be people area. that were sleeping in the park. Yeah, and every once in a while we'd see like uh, you know a backpack or some stray clothing. It and felt a little unstroller. Nothing creepy about that. Oh, Say yeah, again. we did see a stroller. Abandoned stroller. Yeah. Felt a little unsafe. But then we came about upon, upon a really murky pond. And Ron, junior ornithologist Ron Doyle, yeah. saw, spotted something. And we looked back there, and it was two wood ducks. And then two male wood ducks, which are beautiful birds. I, they're like... We'll post they, a picture of it. Yeah, like. and the way their their markings are... Through the dark, I mean, it was fairly dark by this yeah. point. You could see this neon kind of color on them. Uh-huh, and a I lot mean, of different, like, different 
patches of color on the face, clearly delineated. Like, so it's, it's, you're able to identify it. And then the female was right there with them and they didn't like that we spotted them. And so they flew off very quickly, but like, I think I missed the wood ducks. Is yeah, this when you the were, muskrat was out? You were ahead of us chasing rodents again. <laughs> yeah, uh, you were chasing. going for that muskrat. Uh, uh, I'll post uh, those uh, shots. Also, be me, sure to listener, pick. what you prefer. <laughs> be sure to pick up a copy of Andrew's autobiography, Chasing Rodents. I mean, y'all um, have heard of birding? I go ratting. You got- <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to go ratting? There's some good ones around here. A variety of rats. Yeah. Based I, off of in the alley behind the Italian restaurant over there, good ratting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a, a Norway uh, <laughs> brown right there. This is a common ship right here. Uh, giant white sewer over here. Uh, <laughs> this one's just your textbook city nuzzler. <laughs> uh, no, the wood duck is a is a one not, not native to here, not native migrating to here. It's migratory, through. right? That's kind of the magic of birding, especially during a migration season. These strange birds that don't are not native to here will fly through and rest en route to wherever they're going. I think they they they, they tend to be uh, southern Canada, like Montana area, and they're heading to Mexico right. or towards the Warmer border. Weather. To me, that's fascinating, and like what the beauty of birding is is if if you get into it. It's a treasure hunt, and all these amazing birds are here. They're just in the city, especially if you go out and seek them. They're more common, and they're there to be discovered if you want to. But it's always you don't know what it's going to be, and that mystery is, like, exciting. Yeah, it, it, I I did enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, I like things that have a lot of minutia, and there's a lot of, like, having to pick details off them. Is it a male or a female? You tend to get out of your own head and into the, into the activity with it. And so I thought it was great. And I felt the exhilaration when I was like, what is that? Because a wood duck is a good-sized bird. And you, you've seen wood ducks because you're from Maine. Yeah, and, in, in, and actually, my parents... They had gone on vacation one time, came home and walked in the door and thought their house had been burglarized because the house was fucked up. The living room was turned upside down and they were they at first, I guess they stepped back out the door or whatever. But then after that, apparently my my uh, my stepfather, he's uh, uh, somebody that is very. Uh, meticulous with home security, shall we say, in a rural area. <laughs> he got guns. Yeah. So he entered and discovered feathers around, and they found out. So the robbers a, had a, a pillow fight. Uh, <laughs> Again. So they a might group have been sexy of, robbers. <laughs> okay, that earns you no, a. Not that's sexual. If I can't say a, 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 a silhouette, I just commented on the bird's silhouette. Fine. You said sexy, Fine. you stupid fucking creep. I thought you're a, a creep. Fighting no, and you're a creep, and you're making cool. this dirty. Fuck if you. If I get penalized for saying a gack filled condom then i think that <laughs> and i want you to i want you to take this lesson because it, it, it is imperative that you learn that well, the only thing worse than being whapped is by just getting the lecture from Gak. and i want you to know this that, that you deserve this you brought this on yourself <laughs> oh, fuck now, and you had that coming. Yeah, the whapping I, I had coming, but the fucking pedantic dad speech, <laughs> I did not deserve. <laughs> but anyway, so now a heavily armed uh, stepfather, my stepfather discovers these uh, feathers before I so garishly interrupted. And uh, <laughs> my stepfather enters, sees all these feathers around, and they discovered that a wood duck had come down the chimney and got in through the fireplace and fucked their place up. It's a good sized bird. Jesus. It destroyed a bunch of shit freaking out. And they found it. I guess it was like lodged behind something in the chimney, like lodged back was it there. Dead? No, it was still alive and oh. angry as fuck, oh my like God. real pissed off. And they had to have, he had to remove it. I think he had to put a glove on, but he, and like grab this thing by the neck. But it's a big ass bird, and that's when they discovered they hadn't been burglarized; they'd been burglarized. I'm Adam Caton Holland, <laughs> okay. and this has been Birding in the Park with Andrew and Ben. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back next week. I with think more we anecdotes. should listen. I not think we a, should hit Adam just for that. But. Yeah, not a sexual <laughs> yeah. comment, but uh, but definitely off putting. Makes me angry. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes me angry like sex does. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, a good sized bird. Yeah, and did we not saw two of them, seen. and that We're, was that was that was by crazy. far the highlight. And there was a the, third one there, a female. Yes, there was, sorry, we saw three, two males, two males and more, a female. Typically, males are the more resplendent. With yeah, birds. they're very vibrant color, but yeah. the female was beautiful as well. Yeah, very signature kind of white circle near the eye. And and we caught them, and they were like fuck, and they and they Boned chirped out. out, did not want to be seen. Pardon, chirped out. Okay, anyway, um, no I one, love that. No credit for that. To me, that's Ass like... Ass face gets credit for his stupid... F- <laughs> I didn't... No one gave me credit. I just kept going. It's like when you're a bad comedian and you're not getting laughs, so you just speed talk through it all. Yeah, I've seen your set. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's yeah. what I was doing with that riff. You were doing your old Ben Roy. <laughs> talk faster and louder. And then you won't hear that they're not laughing. Uh, <laughs> for me, also, there's a piece that comes with it, but I do find... I think people think because I'm into it that that I'm like some expert. People always on Twitter are like, what's this bird? I don't know shit. This is like a hard hobby. There's so many birds. Yeah. But I, I'm excited that like I hope when I'm 65, I'm a killer birder like the old dudes I'll go out birding with. Yeah. I also think that this is something that anybody can do. Yes. It's very cost effective. Like it, it's not very cost prohibitive. Um, well, and, and Ron and I were talking about this before you showed up, but you always talk about like, you're not that big an outdoors guy. You don't like to go up and hike and stuff like, and, but you seem to be very happy being out in this open space, which is right in the middle of fucking Denver. Oh, my problem with being with, uh, with outdoorsy shit is not uh, the outdoors. It's that usually if you're camping or something, you're far away from civilization. Right. And that's where my anxiety kicks up. Right, right. But as far as being outdoors and being in the middle of nature that's where i grew up you know yeah. and and i truly truly enjoyed this i would say for me uh i could definitely see myself doing this again i'd like to go a dip i you know i'm an evening guy always be an evening guy through and through Here it is. the hard I, punch I, at i'm the just end. saying you know that we're both evening guys uh, yeah i know but uh i would love to try to go in the morning and see if i can get it, like bright right as the sun's coming up see if i could see some different stuff i'm psyched i want to do that with you let's do it okay um andrew andrew would you, you we don't need y'all to want to go you. ratting come on <laughs> i know a fried chicken spot not too far from here <laughs> best ratting in the city <laughs> I like to camp at the Colorado State Fair. Mm. Wait for it to leave. Yeah. Okay. Come so in for the rat. Then they mean come challenge. in. Get my binocs out. Here's a mean <laughs> challenge for our fans. If you could, one, make Ben Roy evening salesman, and uh, two, would be Andrew Orvidal. Ratten, professional just, ratter. I per- just hope that by the time I'm 65, I can be one of those rat guys who <laughs> they just come when I whistle and they crawl up uh, my. You lawn. know, you know, a rat, a ratter's never lived past 50 in the history of rat. There's <laughs> not the, a chance. But I, why are you shooting now? He could be the first. That's yeah, true. He could. Yeah, you don't know. He, um, he doesn't look like it. Not in this. I wouldn't be against. I like I said, I didn't like grab me. The activity, but it was still pleasant. You know, it's nice to hang out with your friends and, you know, we got to walk around. I'd like to go to a place like Pawnee National Grasslands yeah. or... You've invited me to do that before and we didn't Some sort of like specific place to like, let's see what's out of the ordinary here. Maybe maybe the impact was lost to me because I go to Prospect Park all the time. A hundred percent. That makes a lot of sense. And there's there's levels. It's like we could, we could be birding right now through City Park. Or we could go see the Sand Hill Crane migration in Nebraska. It'd be a much more, you know, storied experience. Yeah. But it's it's like whatever level you want. But I, I hear you. But hear as far you. as I guess as I, for- I'm just one of those trashy birders that just wants the glitz. I don't yeah. want I don't want the re- the regular shit. You want I the big dogs. I need the spectacle birds. I want it now. Kind of like my taste in movies. <laughs> <laughs> I you want a blockbuster bird? Yeah. But yeah, just want a summer blockbuster birds. I really truly believe. <laughs> so give me an example of what a summer blockbuster bird is. Oh, like that hawk that I saw the other day. Okay. I mean, that thing was huge. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want these little pint size. Nah, oh my god, I want a is bird a that I can imagine carrying off a chihuahua. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The scary, the saddest part, and the most ironic part of this is this is like a turducken for you because that hawk is likely filled full of your precious rats. <laughs> I mean, Gosh, there's I some very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a whole new approach for you would be to take down that hawk, cut it open, <laughs> see what rats are in oh, there. Oh, you ratting through the bird. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just think of birding as an indirect ratting. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I never thought of it that way. <laughs> but anyway, people listening, 
the great thing about this truly is that it's something you can do, especially in the middle of the pandemic. You can do it on your own. It's it's a great thing to get out. It's meditative. Uh, it's relaxing and it's not cost prohibitive. I recommend people giving it a shot. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a quick break? Why don't we listen to some more stand-up comedy from our show that once was and hopefully will be again? Uh, this is uh, a super funny comic. Uh, it took us forever to get her on the show, but once we did, we were pumped because she crushed it. So everybody enjoy Eliza Skinner. And uh, when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give you the skinny on what the, the next challenge will be. I had a guy ask me on a date one time. He was like, okay, do you like cats or dogs? And I was like, what, to draw? Are you serious? Are we six years old? You're asking me my favorite animal? Like, I can't like both? And uh, I can like both cats and dogs. And clearly, by the way that I'm answering, uh, the answer is cats. <laughs> I think the only reason to ask that question is to rule out all the people who are like, uh, cats or dogs? Uh, neither. I like birds. <laughs> have you noticed that they have knives for noses? And their eyes look like marbles pushed into tiny buttholes. I let mine shit everywhere. I said that to a friend of mine. He was like, oh yeah, bird people are so weird. I knew this girl, I knew this girl, she had like a buttload of birds. And I was like, that doesn't sound like that many birds. <laughs> like it depends a lot on the person and the birds, like what they're willing to put up with. I feel like for me, it's like maybe one bird, but I, I don't know, it's a guess. It's, um, I, haven't, I haven't checked. I'm sorry, I keep getting texts from another audience. <laughs> like, oh, you guys were funny too. <laughs> you know, it's like, let go. Um... Well, that's that, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this episode. What a good uh, episode. Uh, great episode. Eliza Skinner. She is the best. Eliza's hilarious. And I got to say, I'm really, really proud of us this episode because of the sub challenge. I thought my knuckles would be bloody. I think I got two whaps. The entire way, we all really rose to the challenge and behaved like adult gentlemen. Yeah, and people don't know this about the world of birding. There are more opportunities than you would think. Big yeah, there's like a lot of breasts, a lot of tits. There's breasts, there's jazz, jizz, jizz, jizz. 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 Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, it's all um, right there. So way to go, you two. Proud of you and surprised by you constantly. That's why this friendship works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, those of you that are listening, uh, if you have They're all not, listening. Every single person's listening. If they're hearing you talking right now, they're 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 all listening. Those of you that are listening. Okay. (laughs) Those of you that are actually hearing what Ben's saying. Yeah. Somebody uh, might have this on as background music because you can't sleep. But But if you're actively listening. For all of our fans, if you have not checked out our Patreon page, uh, you should definitely do that. Uh, We have all kinds of bonus content, deleted content, uh, unedited episodes. This episode, you can see us hitting each other with the weapon spatch if you want. You can also check. Some of that Ansel Adams-esque photography, wildlife photography uh, that Andrew did. There's uh, there's some great content up there. So if you're interested in supporting us, because this helps us continue to do all these challenges, your your support, uh, it means a lot to us. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. And you can listen and enjoy this podcast wherever you digest podcasts. Including Spotify. Including Spotify. Uh, (laughs) You can also check us out on social media, at Grolix Comedy. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. If you spot any cool birds, share them with us. If you have bird questions, definitely ask Adam what what it is. What are you seeing? Excited to answer. I have nothing to do. Are you in the woods of Finland? Send Adam the pictures of, of of your birds. Of your evil goth death metal owl. And as always, what what helps us out more than anything is just telling friends, family, whoever about our podcast if you if you enjoy it because that's how it actually grows like a virus. I would like to thank our producer, uh, a, a antique egg thief Ron Doyle, <laughs> in trouble with a lot of museums around the world for 
capturing what, what various cool obscure eggs of, of extinct California birds. condor egg. That's his yeah, most prized he, that's his, possession. That's the only way he can get hard is stealing these very obscure bird eggs. Do we from spatch him? No, we're no, not. No, we're we're we didn't say no, that. No, no, no. Yep. We're in the okay. end, we're in the epilogue. Safe zone. Go ahead and be as nasty and gross as you if want. You want. If you want, if you meet Ron in real life, ask to see his antique. Ask to get a gander collection. at Ron's eggs. That's what you got to ask. <laughs> and our theme music is provided by the uh, Peerless. No, you said Peerless last time. The Irascible. Oh, okay. Charlie Continental. All right. So that brings us to, to what is the next episode's challenge? And we're just going to get It's going to be around it. Thanksgiving time. We each have to eat an entire turkey. Nope. Whoa, 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 under whoa, whoa, whoa. How minutes. will that make us better? <laughs> this Thanksgiving, we're giving thanks for all the people on Patreon who really are so generous with their support oh. by taking a few of their suggestions for challenges and just doing them. Oh, like, like, a, like a few challenges. Like we're each doing one specific whoa, challenge. Oh, that's going to be awesome. As requested by and people suggestion, Patreon. And totally suggestions from Patreon. Yep. Oh, that's going to be great. And that's why you have to subscribe to our Patreon page. But in the meantime, this is the only reason I come out to these stupid fucking parks. It's just so Other I get to Other than to, to sell this. us on the night. Yep. Yeah, no. <laughs> Play us out, Charlie. Charlie.